You're listening to the G-Force Podcast, presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. So hi, this is Gigi Burke. Um, we're popping in today very quickly after a crazy morning of air condition problems to talk about buyer responsibilities, because this is a very important topic that we've run across recently. I'm here with Debbie Lewis, my associate, who helps me with everything on these responsibilities, because there are a lot of them. And the first thing is, is a deposit. So when you write a contract and it is accepted, there is a timeline that is now part of our Louisiana Real Estate Commission guidelines on our state-mandated standard Louisiana residential agreement to buy or sell in the state of Louisiana that a deposit has to be received within 72 hours. And this is a breach of contract if it is not dropped off. Right, yeah. Actually, the seller can call, uh, say that the contract is in default and demand the deposit if it's not delivered in a time, within that 72-hour time frame. And that's a new change in our contract for this year. Yes, and I think that was necessary because people don't understand sometimes that when you sign a contract that it is a binding agreement, mm -hmm. and this is what binds you to it. If you don't deliver it, it's not that you're bound to it anymore. It's the fact that you've defaulted or you've actually breached the contract. Actually, yeah, and it could be, you could have legal ramifications for not performing on the contract. That's correct. Yeah. So then the next thing that goes with that is the loan application, which is usually within five days. This is when you go into your lender's offices with your tax returns and all of the documents they tell you to bring. A lot of time it's done online, um, but that is to be done quickly because that starts the process to get to the act of sale. So delaying that can actually delay um, the act of sale. Correct, and if you're trying to make a 30 or 45 day closing, not getting that loan application process started quickly delays then the order of the appraisal and then delays the underwriting process and can push the act of sale date. And the seller might not be okay with that if you've missed that important deadline. Yeah, everything is time sensitive in this process. I agree. So then the next thing is inspections, and that is a lot of um, responsibility on the buyer. There are so many things that can come up in inspections that they need to know about, and I'm going to let Debbie talk about all of the details of the inspection process. Right. It's really called a, an inspection and due diligence period because it's really more than um, just inspecting physically the house that you're purchasing. Um, it's a lot of other things. You can hire a host of inspectors for everything from roofing to HVAC to pool to structure, general inspections, sewer inspections. So those are all great and you should do those, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with to make sure the house itself is up to par and what you're, and that you're getting what you're, you know, you know what you're buying. But you wanna also make sure that you've taken the time to explore the neighborhood You've looked at the school district and investigated the schools and what's the availability for your children to go to school in that area. You want to check out insurances. Make sure the flood insurance is going to be affordable. You'd hate to find out at the last minute that the flood insurance is so expensive that you can't afford to buy the house. You also want to make sure you have um, looked at the, the any restrictive covenants that might be in place in certain neighborhoods. For example, here in Lake Vista, in, in Lakeview and other neighborhoods, there are covenants and restrictions on fencing, the size of a house, how much green space has to be left on the lot. So you wanna make sure all you're taking full advantage of the, the, uh, the time period that you have. You wanna also make sure you measure the house too. 
Um, the MLS always gives the square footage, and we always say that it is approximate. It is on the, it's really the responsibility of the buyer to make sure that the square footage that they're buying is being represented clearly and correctly. So you can either hire someone professional to do it um, or do it yourself during the inspection period. So really just take your time during that 10 to 15 day period that you ask for in your contract to do your full investigation, not just physical inspections, but a full due diligence of the neighborhood, the property, and any other factors that could affect the sale. And one other thing I'd like to add is the cost of repairs. So it's very important when you're presenting all of these repairs or allowances for repairs that you have cost estimates. Mm -hmm. It's not a guesstimate. So a lot of um, times we'll see um, a whole laundry list of things that are wrong and then we'll have a big number. And it's, it's people want to have a quantifiable right. number um, with the estimates provided into the things that they think are really necessary and weren't evident when they were writing their offer. So right. this is not a time to go back and say there was a broken glass on the front door, which was so obvious when we were walking in, um, but more for the mechanical items that were not obvious when making that offer. Yeah, and you want to make sure that within this time period, like Gigi said, that you get your estimates so that when you do have your deadline and you have to present your property inspection response to the seller, you've got all of your information available and ready to make a quantifiable sound request for the seller to make repairs or give you an allowance. And one other thing is that a lot of inspectors will put a lot in the report that is just standard information um, and a lot of buyers will see that as a repair problem like say cracked sidewalks. Well in New Orleans that's part of our <laughs> Our, li our life is cracked sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily something that needs to be repaired. And so we see there's probably a laundry list of those that maybe 10, 15 items that come up almost on every report and buyers think that needs to be repaired, but it's really not something that you should be asking for. It should be the more pertinent things. So um, then you have to prepare this inspection response and do that in a timely manner in, within that inspection period. Then they get the, the seller receives that, and then they have a time frame in which to get it back to the buyer. Um, a lot of times they'll only approve par a portion of that right. request, not the whole request, so be prepared for that as a buyer. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a give and take. It, you have to negotiate these things right. and, and really pinpoint the things that really matter and affect the value of the property. Yeah, and then once that seller gives you back, the answer to your inspection response, you now have a new deadline of 72 hours to think, mull things over, figure out if you're okay with what the sellers offered you, and decide whether to move forward with the purchase or not. So again, that's another timeline that a buyer has to meet at that point once you've gotten through that whole due diligence period. And sometimes it's a time to pick up the phone and call the other agent and just try to tell them how important something was that they didn't want to repair right. um, and start communicating right away so that you're still within the 72 hours and you come to terms. Correct. So sometimes you can renegotiate too during that 72 hour period. Correct. But the main thing is to communicate clearly with your agent um, about all these deadlines that you understand and that you are in constant communication as to you know um, what dates are coming up and um, what is to be expected of you. Right, because you'd hate to miss the deadline and either fall out of contract or lose the home that you love because you didn't know that something was due at a certain time. So be really, like, be a teammate with your agent to make sure you're fully informed throughout the whole process. 
And one other thing I forgot to add is if you're buying a condo, make sure you take time during that due diligence period to review all the condo document information, the association, their budget, their operating expenses, rules and regulations that might apply. Um, there might be pet restrictions or restrictions on what you can do to improve your condo. So make sure you've, if you are buying a condo, that you review all of those documents and that information during your inspection period as well. Thank you for listening to the G-Force podcast presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes and visit us online at gforcebygg.com.